let's take a look into the future of time has passed. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, I, oh my god! Please take I, a seat. <laughs> In each of your sleep, you guys see this outline of a white robish figure with this kind of blackish smoke kind of leaking out. As the dwarf that first greeted you guys walks up and says, Oh, no, nice showing, nice showing. Let's uh, go, let's go this way. And kind of begins corralling you guys and trying to walk you off in, in like a rather hurry. I'll uh, call back. It was five against three. Uh, we started the war. Got it. <laughs> this is uh, where the Baldrin, giants get their revenge. Baldrin hustles back over and grab, picks up the uh, the staff and then runs back because he's a bit slow and clanky, but he, he gets there eventually. Jasper silently weeps. <laughs> as long as it's still there. <laughs> Doldrin is back, baby. Uh, oh. All of your weapons are gone. No, I'm just kidding. It's, no. it's there. <laughs> While we're walking, can I get close to Jasper and kind of just say, you did good out there, and tap him on the back to give him a, a one-action heal spell? Shut up, I need this. I'm trying to do it subtly. Like, I'm not, like, I'm not casting it at, like, second level where it's um, obvious. I'm, I'm just at to, like... 18 health. <laughs> oh. I'm at three. <laughs> Well, fine. Uh, as he's walking, Nick is currently going through the endeavor of resheathing his ten-foot sword. <laughs> I While must you're say, walking, so like, there, there are like, handles oh, along the <laughs> along the entire back edge, and he just kind of needs to slowly pull it in. Baldrin will help, and he'll uh, just like hold the sheath out and kind of hold it straight, and uh, just kind of walk in front, walk in front of Missy. Uh, I, thank, thank you, thank you. Horrible, no problem. As we change maps, I just want to say good job to Waffles for making amazing maps in Incarnate. Hey. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I want to tell Waffles you suck for murdering poor Jasper in one book. Ow. Easy. 38 damage. That's right, more than my max health. Let me, uh, let me lift the veil a little bit for what this is going to basically that was kind of uh to get your character some knowledge and like how this is going to be for you guys we are but you guys are level five and six that was a moderately easy like it was average to slightly below average encounter (laughs) okay there were there were there were five of you uh, there was three of them. Two of them were CR3. One of them was CR7. Now, granted, we also were gimped because we couldn't... Some of us couldn't get True. full more. Right. Absolutely, yeah. There, there weren't yeah. fireballs being launched and stuff, so yeah. remember that. But that and was just Jasper kind of... Uh, yep, that was kind of... Uh, <laughs> I was a little bit cocky thinking I could t- take a giant. I'm like, oh, low AC. I totally got this. Oh, I can't touch it. It takes... Also... Yeah. Also, Jasper uh, 
while Tanigal's kind of saying what she was gonna say, go ahead and make me a uh make me a wisdom check. I was actually gonna will save? add a character. Will save or wisdom act oh wisdom check or check. Hey. Okay. Uh kind of coming down from this battle and like just catching your breath looking around, the heel spell goes off. This tower here mm-hmm. is the one that the Hold on. Let me zoom out. Yep. Yep. This tower is the one that the large blue skin giant uh was probably about three fourths as tall as and like grabbed a piece off of it and threw it across the city. Oh boy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just as like a that's oh. like you kind like coming down from the battle, you kind of like remember that. All right, well, guys, <laughs> Shit. it was nice as Jasper kind of takes off his backpack and prepares seppuku. <laughs> we gotta go back, so let's not dilly dally here. It takes ten minutes um, to heal out of combat. Uh, well, this is a this is a heal spell, so it's it's me. No, I'm asking for myself. Yeah, for medicine kits and stuff. Yeah, uh, but right now this dwarf is kind of leading you guys off, and once you're probably about twenty, thirty steps away, he's like, uh, "That was quite a showing. Don't know where you came from, but uh, let's come on." And he's still like hurried walking, probably about ten feet in front of you guys right now. Did we do something he... wrong? Yeah, did we? Should we not have fought? He is leading you this way right now. He goes, uh, no, it's, uh, it's fine. It's just, they seem to not take kindly to being beat down quite like that. That was their champion, after all. That was their champion? Well, if it helps, we're here to help defend everyone here. So, and help. So, you know, same side. De- defend from what? He's still hurriedly walking. <laughs> Leon's no, like, like, uh, uh. like, anything and everything. You have Giant. militia or guard, right? Uh, we don't really need one, as you see. Everyone that was standing around that ring could take up arms and fight. T- time out. You said they. Why do you say they? Oh, I mean, the giants, they obviously. You'd think doors have big egos. I don't know if you've worked around giants before. Around him a little bit, um, but is there something special about your particular group of big friends here that uh, might make them a little on edge with uh, having their champion beat? I've never seen seen any of them mine before, not overly so. It kind of gives you a little furrowed brow. It's- I uh, don't know what you mean by anything special about them, but uh, not particularly. They 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 stick to their kind. They just they enjoy being the strong ones, if you know what I mean. <laughs> don't worry, they're still the strong ones. They get I think a little, only little hearty chuckle numbers. as he continues to lead. As I spit out a rib. <laughs> you guys are taking damage. Shut up. For some reason, I got totally unscathed. Uh, says, what, what does it mean if I like got hit by an axe, but that only like reduced temporary hit points from raging? Like, is it just... 
It was like it was like, like a stabbed and then you know? unstabbed or oh, okay. Well, no, it, okay. it was like a little boo boo. Basically, yeah, like it was like a like the meat hook kind of came down on you, but you like hit it equally back kind of thing, so you took a little damage, but it's like a fresh wound. someone's fist with your fist kind of thing. Like it's gonna hurt, but it's not like they punched you in the face. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, Justin's kind of building you. we're going up to. What'd you say? Uh, Leon, go first. Uh, d- did you get the full fourteen healing, Jasper? I was waiting for a. Oh, it was fourteen. To... Yeah. Uh, yes. Now he will. Go ahead, Mick. I was going to say, what's this building he's leading us up to look like? Yeah, you kind of look at it and kind of gathering over all of these buildings. You see that they're a little larger than the other buildings. You get the sense they're probably made for or by giants. As he's kind of leading you into this one, it looks rather um, in, endowed in like banners and different armaments and kind of things as he kind of leads you up to it. And he goes... Well, I uh, need you to stay here before I lead you in. We're going to talk to Thornum. Uh, the he kind of like makes a little like bowing motion with his hand as if to kind of make fun of it. But he goes, "The leader here, uh, if there was one," and it kind of shrugs and goes in as he leads you guys <laughs> outside. Can I make a check? Uh, sure. Um, do I get the sense that he's being kind of like demeaning toward them? Make like a diplomacy, or what would it be? Toward the giant. Yeah, like, does he have a low opinion of them? Uh, sure. Go ahead and make a society check. Society. And from what we were told before coming here, was it? This could just be me, the player, remembering something wrong, but I thought it was a dwarf city that giants kind of lived with. Yeah, I mean, even the two dwarves here like i'm sure you guys talked about it at some point during this walk at least like whispers and stuff like 90 percent of this is dwarvis architecture like even the giant buildings you're walking to is dwarvis architecture the walls are like the tower is everything so the potential of a giant being the leader here is odd Uh, no the giants have a leader here like a leader of the giants or yeah, maybe he it, took the over. potential of a giant being the leader is a little odd, but I mean, he guys stand. Uh, and as he kind of comes back out, he's like, "All right, uh, Thornum is ready to see you." And he kind of like head nods you guys in. I will trail behind and um, kind of walk up to him, lean in on the side, just be like, "Hey." Just before we go in there, we were all, like, sent here, part of my order, but I didn't do my homework. What's the current situation like before we just go talk? Uh, situation? Like, government, political. <laughs> she tries to act a little, like, ditzy on purpose to, like, play it off. Yeah, and like as you're as you're even saying these words, he gives you like a, a like, a, what are you talking about? Look, and then he says, uh, "Those mean, those words don't mean much here. Uh, if you if you're strong and you work, you're welcome. And the stronger is the uh, 
leader, and he does the same little, like, faux-bowing motion. But, I mean, I looked at some of the buildings we passed, Pierre. Beautiful dwarven architecture. Uh, yeah, the, we have lived here for very long. I mean, there's mental strength, too. Battle strength, battle savvy. Is it always just muscle strength? That seems unfair. He gives you a little smile and head motions you towards the building. She smiles back and gives a little bit of a shrug and goes in. As you guys walk in, you see basically a straight shot down to two double doors where there is one dwarf standing kind of outside of it with a spear and a shield. It kind of motions you in, doesn't strip you of any of your weapons. As he opens one of the doors for you, the door opens to reveal, sitting behind a desk, a rather burly but young dwarf. <laughs> nice. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I uh, thought for sure it was going to be the blue giant, like the blue giant desk. <laughs> <laughs> just a pencil pusher. It's like... It's like... <laughs> <laughs> Do you have it's, like, it's like just the it's just the forehead. <laughs> She's the wearing gloves and she like pulls one off and it's blue skin. <gasps> uh Baldrin will okay. walk in first um and attempt to kind of be like a uh I guess a filter for the group, kind of a potentially trustworthy face if the Places from holds any uh, recognition. Okay. And he will give you a little bit of a nod as he kind of stands up and uh, gives a slight bow and says, Well, I uh, heard you put on quite a show out there. Thank you. Hey, we didn't necessarily intend to cause any fuss or harm but uh we came in and ended up causing a bit of a scene and then we thought might be best to introduce ourselves in such a such a fantastic way as to fight and uh, give a little taste of what uh what we might have to offer so well uh, sorry my, my name puppy came to the window uh, downstairs and was like hello with snow on her nose. She's like looking inside. What's up? Uh, he goes, Well, uh, do welcome to Vindrath. I uh, don't know how long you're staying or when you will decide to disappear out of the air, but you are welcome <clears> here. <throat> well, we thank you for that. Um, feel like it'd be a good idea to introduce ourselves. Uh, my name is Baldron Fanghorn, and I'm a member of the Emerald Garrison, and these are a group of fine folks that I found that uh, share a bit of a passion for uh, keeping the peace, if I might say. Right. Well, I, I don't think we need any help keeping the peace around here, but uh, if you want to work or want some coin... More than welcome to stay. Uh, if you just want to stay and spend some coin, more than welcome. 
Well, I hope to pretty soon be calling this place my new home. So uh, a little both might be pretty good. It just gives now, you a hearty chuckle and a nod. Let's you continue. So the uh, it seems like a lot of people are quite capable around here. Um, is there a standing force? I know a lot of places have a militia or anything like that. What is the uh, capability of this place? What kind of have there ever been any sorts of threats that might have uh, brought any sort of concern? To the people here. Trailing in behind like a little later than everybody, but having been there for at least that much, she nods and uh yeah, I mean they weren't the happiest to see us succeed. Is there like some tension we don't know about? Well I imagine not just uh some random non dwarven people popping out of the air. Beating their champion? I don't imagine. He kind of looks at you, Baldrin, and says, uh, as far as the... Uh, uh, sorry, what was the word you used? Like, uh, the... Ant, like, uh, not animosity, but, like, the chance of attacks or whatever? Chance of acidity? Um... <laughs> um... It, it doesn't matter the exact word, but he basically says, yeah. uh, as, as far as the threats to our city, there are very few, uh, but anyone you see here that is over 12 and under 60 can fight like the best of them. Well, that's good to hear. It's very good to hear. I hope that in... Uh, short order we can make ourselves useful and give any sort of uh, uh further comfort i suppose but uh for now uh where would be the best place to go to get a drink and probably find somewhere to stay well i would uh stay away from the larger tavern that you will see uh <laughs> actually he gives a like a little chuckle he goes Actually, you've never been in one. So there are two taverns you'll find. One on the right, they both the same size on the outside. One on the right, much larger on the inside. Uh, the one on the left is the one you will be looking for. It is called On the Rocks. Uh, it is built on a little plateau, and that is the one where most of the dwarves will visit. There'll be some giants in there, but they are more of the dwarven society. Understood. Now is, the does uh I'm sorry, continue, please. Is that on the other side of the um the big tower? Uh it's actually quite not far from here. It is uh he just kinda points at the like at his wall towards the direction <laughs> and he would be pointing you to these two buildings. Oh. Okay. It's an impressive tower, by the way. Is it Dwarven engineering? Uh, surprised uh, you could even recognize it. But yes, it is uh, great old Dwarven engineering. Uh, it is a tower that we use to worship Torag. She nods enthusiastically. That's really awesome. Uh, do we know anything about Torag? 
Uh, the dwarves would immediately. Anyone else can give me a religion check. I would like to. Uh, trained okay. or? No. Like, everyone. You can just give me one. That sounds about right. Not one. <laughs> yeah. I'd like to use my hero point on this. Would you? No, I'm kidding. No. Oh, okay. Tanagold Torag is a great fighter of old times. He is a lollipop. Lollipop. Uh, Leon, Jasper, you know a little bit. Leon and the two dwarves, uh, you know that, I'll say that Jasper and Mick know all of this. Yeah, I'm not a dwarf, I'm an elf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, considering. Oh, the the one dwarf, sir. Uh, But I will say that everyone except Tanagold knows this much. So Torag is the known as the father of creation. He's the god of forge protection and strategy. Uh, and that some of the good things for him is to be audible and forthright. Keep your words, serve your people. Some of the bad things, tell lies or cheat to someone, intentionally create inferior works, or show mercy to your people's enemies. Uh, and then Coop, you know that... Uh, the like that Torag is a for the most part lawful god and actually all part lawful god and for the most part a good god and that he is a mainly revered god by dwarves uh do i know what the relationship is between uh Serenray and uh Torag just in general terms of like, are we on slightly friendly terms or do we not mingle very well? We have similar uh, tenants. There's yeah, there's not there's not like a holy alliance between them, but you do know that like they're on the same side of many things. Like if if they were forced to pick sides very often they would line up together. So what did you say the uh uh Dwarf leader's name was Thornum. Gotcha. Thank you. Um, yeah, I think that's all I got for now. Um, Baldrin will look to among the uh, group and uh, ask, Well, is there anything anybody else would like to do right now before getting a drink? Uh, I have a question. Where do the giants worship? Uh, you have your temple of Torag. Do they worship there too? Well, uh, that is that is one of the things about the giants coming in here. They uh, Inside these walls, you worship Torag or you don't worship. You're free to leave the walls and worship who you want but and come back in the same day if you wish. But inside the walls, you worship Torag. Do they go out and worship a lot? Uh, some do. There are some groups that will leave, they will worship. There are some groups who try to worship in the walls, and, and that is that is why we had that bridge built. What bridge? Uh, there's a bridge to the south side of the tower, and you'll see it built out into a bastion that leads to a deep hole. And giants who worship the wrong gods get put in the hole? Uh, or doors. We don't discriminate. Right, mm. of course. God forbid. Uh, 
Sorry, sorry. Torak Ribbon. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> well, Theron Ribbon. Can they just all pull axes? Out, out of curiosity, what, uh, how deep is the hole? Where does it lead to? Uh, as far as deep, a uh, couple hundred feet, very likely. Uh, maybe more. All right. Where, where it leads, there's uh, a sinkhole that showed up, and as we worship Torag, uh, we give them give him a sacrifice, and we show that we only worship him in these walls. That is why you see that in the middle of a desert, we have water. We have some verdant land, and we grow crops. When did the sinkhole show up? Uh, don't know exactly. I would say some years ago, like three. So recent. Mm. And not very long, no. I mean, but we have always mined underground, even under the city. So I'm sure it eventually led there. Hmm. And you give Torag life sacrifices. Uh, only if they worship against him. It is more to show that. We worship him. She does. Uh, Leon look uncomfortable, or like he's going to say something. Of course, something. he does. He's a wimp. No, no. He he looks. He looks like like he's he's thinking about something. It, it's not like uncomfortable. It's like a. She pats his that his doesn't... shoulder, and and nods to the guy, and and um. So did we say drinks? Sounds like a good idea. As, Aye, that is fine with me. As we start kind of we'll turning around, head. she'll um, turn back and be like, um, even though we may not have made the best impression on them, um, we actually are here to help. So, you know, we're going to be here if you have um, anything you need help with. I think we've proven ourselves to be resourceful. Let us know. Uh, Sure, we'd can let you know. Uh, you want to come back here tomorrow? I'm sure I can come up with a list if you want coin, then we have Take plenty of things trash. that we could right. need help with. That sounds great. We'll, uh, we'll come over tomorrow. Till then. And if you mm-hmm. come over to the tavern, we'll get you around. Well... On that topic, did we happen to win any coin for fun <laughs> display? I, I will say, as so. as you were thinking that, um, you kind of like shift your coin pouch, and you feel it like heavier than the past few times that you've come in. Uh, as you walk out of this place, I'm sure a couple of you go to check and try to count it out, and you see a quantity of mixed coins that ends up being about 25 gold. Hey. All right, it's party time. I can buy a medicine kit. That'd be nice. Yes, that's what we're buying. <laughs> yep. We came in mm-hmm. with 25 gold flap. Uh, yeah, it's, I mean, it's a quantity of all kinds of mixed coins, but yeah, you have 25 gold. 
think there's actually very few gold in there, if that matters to any of you. But I'm rich, bitch. Money. Um, are they letting us walk to the tavern alone, or are we like under like escort? Uh, yeah, you're let go alone. Uh, you get some g- eyes here and there. Uh, before before we actually leave the guy, uh, did he say his name? And did I just miss it, or? Uh, he was intro. He never said his name, but he was introduced from the other dwarf as Thornum. Thank you. In the chat right now. Yes, thank you. Uh, then yeah. Well, we found one likely <clears throat> cause of potential strife. Yes, that is. I feel like no doubt it's significant. I feel like there's gonna be some catalyst. There's well, I don't know, but aside from a little bit of mistrust or anything, I don't think that's big enough to escalate so quickly in two weeks. We need to absolutely get some more information. I would like to personally gather word on that blue giant. Unless That's they were to emerge from that hole in the ground, I believe that is our most <laughs> pressing concern. You see Tana go laugh Uh-oh. and then, like, wait. <laughs> wait a minute. Like a little bit concerned. <laughs> yeah, and at that point, I think Leon raises a hand of, like, something is weird about that sinkhole. Their god doesn't, like, their god is lawful largely good. He wouldn't sacrifice value live sacrifice like that. Are you... Sure. I mean, God's are... I don't really know about that stuff, but I don't know. He's a... Torag is a god of the forge, of creation, of honor. He's not particularly interested in sacrifices, it doesn't seem right. It would be much more fitting to create architecture like the tower in smaller quantities or for different purposes rather than throwing people off a bridge into a hole and it's, doesn't fit sure he he has he uh values fighting like enemies of your people but like that that does not include life sacrifice i would imagine that's more in like a combat sense of for the honor and glory of you know proving yourself i don't know how much proof there is in throwing someone down a hole waffles you said i knew his anathemas right Yep. Is that directly against anything? <laughs> no. Um, Jash will kind of speak up and go, it's not impossible that he might not hate having uh, sacrifices. It's a little on the extreme of what I would expect of him and his. But I think... Without uh, getting lost on a red herring, I would appreciate a deeper investigation of the depth of that pit to make sure it's not anything uh, maybe siphoning some of that misguided worship or perhaps to see if, uh, if this relatively recent practice has maybe garnered a uh, following of peoples who are working to undermine it and maybe 
Potentially. There's something going to happen soon. We can uh, hit it with two friends. I mean, that's definitely something we got to look into, but I also kind of want to learn a little bit more about what the giants are doing, and she looks a little bit, like, at a glance to Mick. Um, that may be something that we should try to befriend them about. Not everybody, but maybe just one person. you wish to befriend the giants? Uh, you don't have to. Why? Because, well, that's a... We have... You wanted to get here two weeks earlier, so we have a lot of time. We gotta use it to our advantage, and if we can learn something that way, why not? I think we can strike up a informative friendship in less than two weeks. Oh, striking up some sort of mutual agreement with the giants would somehow help us slay this evil blue giant, then sure, but I doubt it will go that easily, considering they destroyed this entire land two weeks from now. Uh, speaking of making friends, uh, Mick, I, I need you to um, act as a privacy wall again real quick. I need, Mick, I need everybody um, I first. go by Ron Mai in this form, but oh. you refer to me as Mick in public. Ron Mai is elvish for giant slayer. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Thank you for informing me of that. I, I actually knew that. Uh, yeah, yeah, I actually knew that without you needing me to, to explain that. Oh, okay, okay, then. All right. um, actually, so there's an important thing. If you recall uh, the explanation of my vision, uh, the blue giantess that stands three quarters as high as that mountain or that uh, monument. Also, was not a huge fan of it. I don't know that she, uh, I can't say for sure how vindictive she was towards it or if she was just enjoying the destruction, but she was personally dismantling this fine object. Um, so my, I have my no guess idea. is there's some religious significance to this future conflict. What is your idea, Tanako? Well, it basically what I was saying, but we definitely need information on, I think, those that leave the walls to worship and things like that. So if we can strike up some sort of befriending something, then it's dangerous. But maybe one of us needs to pretend we also don't worship him. <laughs> yes. uh, well, that shouldn't be too at, hard. At that, you know what I mean. Like, start spreading that information. But we have time. Let's let's see. Hey guys, this guy worships Serenade. Yeah, I, I think at that point is when I'm like making sure that I'm like hiding all the elements of my gear that might even remotely but, look like Serenade. I will uh, tell you. From what he was discussing before, there's no issue with non-followers of Torah here. We're currently we all, within the walls, though. I, I understand. There's no issue of us, of anyone who doesn't worship somebody other than Torah being here. It's just simply we cannot actually do the act of worshiping within the walls. So 
we very likely could ask many, but not all, probably not the ones we want to actually talk to, but I think one of the easy ins will be to accompany some prayer retreats outside the city, which I imagine are not done as secretly as you might think. I, it sounds like the local dwarves know and have no problems with worship of other gods. They just ask that it be done outside the city. So we just need to identify those who openly worship outside the city and accompany them I, and I listen was there for... We were looking more for the ones that aren't happy with having to go outside I, of the city. That's all. I agree. It's a start. I agree. I think we need to... I, I agree. I think we need to find the ones who worship openly outside the city and in that group find the ones who might be fishing for people who have issue and maybe are looking to join one of these groups that are more in opposition. If you're going to recruit an anti-establishment group, you need to kind of feed from the pool of potential recruits, which would be these people. Like we want to spy on them, they are going to spy on these people. So I say I we put our spies with their spies. But that we have that, and we don't want to push our luck, so... I that's let's like start you. off easy. Exactly. Uh, some nice drinks, maybe a bar fight. But waffles, for that sake, for waffles. Uh, using uh, Ramon, is that how do you pronounce that again? Ron Mai. Ron Mai. Uh, using Ron Mai as a wall, I am changing my armor to look like normal clothes that look just like normal traveling clothes, so that I do not draw too much attention. Okay. I can do that. Sure. Freak. And you guys are probably about 30, 40 feet from the tavern now, as you can head in if you wish, or have stuff to talk about and don't want to talk about in front of people, can stand outside. I will, once we settle in, start bandaging my wounds. But uh, Can I make a religion check, Waffles? I want to know if... Uh, there is any like curses or things about like ghosts that come out of like evil wells, that sort of thing of like, if you put enough hated energy in a sinkhole, will a bad miasma catastrophe pop out basically. Right? Going down sure. a red herring rabbit hole there. Yeah. Make a roll for me. Listen here. You. If we throw rocks down the big hole. Definitely plausible. Okay. There's no telling what could come of throwing live people down a large hole that you don't know what is down there. Right. And because she had like weird blue markings on her, I don't like it's just something to keep in mind that like it's weird. Yeah, I think in general throwing people in a giant hole is weird. <laughs> Dwarves do it all the time. I don't know what you mean. You leave dwarven culture out of this. <laughs> Hole throwing is a paragon of our culture. He says, I don't, you, walk into I the don't you mock us. <laughs> yep, I'm shouting it over and over again. Uh, wait, what? which one did they say was the one bigger on the inside? The one on the, the one right. On the right. And what stood out about the one on the left? It's called On the Rocks. Okay. Yep. 
it's got on the rocks it is uh like the ground under it is more worked stone than like sand and dirt Ooh, i like it as the inner uh baldron uh removes his helmet with the sigh of relief is it like uh what time of day is it uh it's getting in the afternoon probably about like four or five p.m like almost dinner time cool uh he as, as sigh of relief is his head go ahead i was just saying as his head can breathe now sorry oh gotcha i think you cut out there but yeah uh as you guys walk in you do see that it is quite literally on like a plateau of worked rock like i said inside there are many dwarves uh fewer giants but still a decent amount of giants as you see one darker skinned giant sitting at a table with four other dwarves you see another kind of slightly greenish skinned giant sitting at a table with one other dwarf and they seem to be just chilling together sharing sharing a food between a plate or a plate of food between the both of them each of them just drinking and bsing between each other throughout the place the giants are outnumbered four to one by the dwarves uh the smell of roasted meats and like sour ale that seems to have been spilt and is probably mixing with the sweat of all these people kind of fills your nostrils as you guys walk in. Ah, oh, yeah. Now this one's not... like giants. Be nice. Uh, Baldron Leon goes to say something to and then does not. <laughs> Baldron walks up to the, uh, central bar area and uh, sets his staff against the uh, bar and puts the helmet on top and leans on his elbows and I'm assuming the bar is dwarf height uh, for uh, yes it is it is quite low Perfect. overall there is a dwarvish female behind it oh well I'm hoping you can tell me you got something that is really good after getting out of the heat. Well, uh, we have uh, quite the selection here. As you can imagine, uh, we brew our own stuff. If you would like to try uh, this. And she kind of slides you down a little. Uh, about It's like a fourth mug of a darker ale. Or uh, some of this. This is some of the heavier stuff that we have. And she slides down like a clear bottle. It's almost it's like the side. It looks like a beaker, almost like a scientific beaker kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And in in the very bottom of it, you see this like almost pure white liquid. Is hmm. it numb pain? Well, I think uh, enough of all of it will numb your pain. <laughs> it takes a bit of a whiff of the uh, the mug, and then takes a whiff of the other. Kind of sense do I get about what kind of alcohol they might be, or if one is not alcohol. Uh, yeah, taking a whiff of both of them. One of them seems to be just a brewed ale. It's probably it's relatively strong, probably made specifically for the fact that dwarves and giants reside here. And then the other one seems uh, it smells sweet, but just your dwarvish nature and your background of 
knowing liquor and alcohol, it seems a dangerous kind of sweet. Oh, thank you. Hmm. Well, are these free samples or uh, are they going to cost me? Oh, well, I do expect you to buy something, but... Oh, of course. But I mean, as long as you buy of. something, these are free. Well, I'll drink to that. And he uh, takes the swig of uh, the ale first and... Makes uh, them. Okay, it is quite pleasant ale. Like, it is... Uh, it is has a nice bitter bite to it, but like it's slightly barky as well, and uh, ju- it just kind of like fills you up, and you get that like hotty, like whoo, yeah. Oh, mama, I'll ask the stuff. Well, not sure what this is, but when someone's given a drink, he won't t- he won't say no, so he uh, takes the other as well. No. Okay. Just a, a sip. Fell through the trap. It Roll it. Yep. It's it's uh it's jizz. <laughs> uh, about the second it touches like your upper lip, you feel like your upper lip kind of tingle and go a little numb as you let it uh, just a little sip go into your mouth. Go ahead and make me a uh, Constitution saving throw or Fortitude saving throw. Dead. Hell yeah! Start this. Hmm. Okay, uh, you, you like let the sweetness kind of fill your fill your nostrils and mouth at the about the same time, and kind of let out the let out that breath. And for a second, you look around, you forget like where you are and how you got here, and then a little shake of the head, and you remember. Oh, that's some stuff. Oh, huh. well, yeah. Um. Yeah, I'll have a full one of the, of the of the ale, and uh, I'll definitely take another one of those, uh, of these, and uh, he'll uh, reach into his pouch and uh, pull out, uh, like just kind of a, a clump of coins that's probably mostly silver and a bit of copper, kind of drops it on and counts that a little bit. I mean that should cover for a few things, right? Maybe uh, it's about yeah. I mean we can twenty twenty silver, eight copper. Okay. Uh, yeah. She goes. Well, yeah. I mean we can get you another one of these. Uh, that will that will cover about half of that, and then the L, the plate of food, and probably a couple more L's for the table if you wish. Oh, by all means. I'd love a round. Basically, basically mechanically saying that the uh, the white liquid is probably about ten silver, and then like the rest of that kind of covers multiple ales and a plate of food for all of you guys. It seems like when they serve food, it's usually for a table or a very hungry giant. They only <laughs> serve for giant giant portions. Basically, so hard in this. They basically serve like a uh, a pizza rack of food, like out. Would you like to giant size that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, you guys can find a an occupied table easy enough. I mean, you are 
semi you're like in you're in earshot of someone basically at all times but you can be served you can sit down enjoy your drink talk about what you wish uh tentacle do you have a uh, medicine uh equipment on you i didn't get to bring mine with me this time uh yeah i do and as <laughs> just she like bleeding holds out. Up the bandages that she has been wrapping herself up in yeah. uh if you want me to take that over i can uh take care of everyone in one go can someone get medical attention to jasper please what do you mean everyone in one go so i i have ward medic so i can i can let, do one heal check and heal everyone at once uh, for what the same the like duration. Um, yes, and she will actually help you, though. Okay. Because I... Well, I won't refuse help! ...have cooperative nature. <laughs> hey. That's false. Shush. Shush. So I'm rolling medicine check? Yep. So this is at plus four. That is a critical success. Pipe. 32. Nice. That is, that is a 36 with Tanical, so. Uh, so, so I get 40. Yeah, so that's 48 to. Uh, I can only do four people. So I will do. Me. I didn't get touched, and Baldrin didn't get touched, so I'll do the three people who did get <laughs> touched. All right. Uh, I'm not hurt, so don't worry about me. Bad touch, bad touch. So just, just two of them. Yeah, bad touch. But since 4 by 2 is 2, can you double it? No, I can't. No. Uh, <laughs> no. So, can you, you both get 14 health. Four. <laughs> uh, 14? All right, yeah, an additional four. 14. Alright, Jasper bundled up with bandages and salves and Still not even looking at half her health. <laughs> Uh, I I can do it again in another hour if you'd like. But That's fine. I now it should it. stay that way. We'll catch it after some dinner. Speaking of, you guys are kind of served this very large uh, stone platter of various sizzling hot meats that are just cut into uh, quite large portions. Think like filet mignon size, like steaks, and they're just like slattered over this very hot stone platter that is served to you guys. Waffles, you're making me very hungry. Same. Oh, by Torag, this is gonna be good. The food here seems phenomenal. You get a couple of arguments from the table beside you, but otherwise they stay out of your conversation. I brought my own knife, don't worry, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Ten foot sword. It's just a chainsaw that he wears up. <laughs> I step aside so he cuts through the table. <laughs> but uh, yeah, what are you guys' plans as you kind of chat down, get some drinks? Uh, I'm sure another medicine roll will eventually be made, but let's skip that for now. And what what's the plan? We sort of discussed it on our way, quote unquote, to the tavern, which we can say half was done in the tavern, yeah. but. We have general ideas of what we want to hit up as we see what two weeks develop into. And we have somewhere to hit up tomorrow to get work to hopefully get us to interact with more people. Yeah. Now, is and there I, any plan I, to go like check some of these things out alone under the cover of night? 
or is um, well like is it waiting for him jasper is personally definitely going to be yeah i would suggest Baldur you not grab jasper get... and holds on to him until more <laughs> yeah if if any of this was hinted at publicly now tentacle would suggest to learn a little bit more about the place before we do anything hasty. We have two weeks, two whole weeks because of you exactly. guys. We have plenty of I'm nights. Self, self mission yeah. with hey, Aldrin hey. self. Uh... Yeah. Let Jasper Jasper. Uh, if, if we want to check out the hole no. during the middle of the night, uh, I, I can see almost perfectly in the dark. So if it is about 100 feet deep, I should be able to see the bottom of it. Is this conversation happening out loud? It whispered, not like screaming like loudly. To no, like you are discussing this with us. It, in, in a hushed tone that does not travel past the table. Yes. Well, we're gonna repeating, probably to shut up. <laughs> repeating myself uh, in a hushed tone. No. <laughs> this is why I don't tell. We gave ourselves. Look, we've got time. We've got to make sure that we make a good impression and we'll let it stick that way. After that, after a little bit, we can make sure that all the people that we want to help out here don't hate us. I think our first plan needs to be tomorrow. Go to get the job. Also, gently probe around the mining down below the temple and near the pit and also uh, inquire about those who openly worship outside the temple and perhaps tag along for those who are inclined to do so. That sounds fair to me. I agree with everything. Will we be examining the mining operation anytime sooner rather than later? It depends on how open they are to letting us. Fair enough. Uh, I did want to go to the church at some point and offer my services to make a hospital. Talking about uh, cities like this always have medical needs. Uh, and for what will occur, uh, having something prepared and people trained would help for keeping everyone on their toes. But, if you do but just nobody knows it's going to occur, so don't push it too much if That's one. they don't see the need. And right. two, I don't know how familiar they are with um, the more magical means of healing, so be cautious there. And three, you're going to pretend to worship Torag? You don't need to worship Torag. No, if he's going to offer his services to the church. Uh... Leon Leon looks like a little foe taken aback and then points at like the, the bandage work that he just did. I'll, I'll have you know that I'm very well trained in all the, the all of the medical arts, not just those that are religious based. Okay. Uh, then why I, not I was ask just for planning a on opening a medic place. Then why go to the church? Because I imagine that of the people who are medically inclined, most of them would head towards the church to begin with. Maybe. 
Torag is the god of protection, after all. He does have certain purviews in terms of medical needs. Fair enough. Do we wish to do anything tonight? Drink, rest, sleep off many bruises. I think she threw a... I think she threw a spike through me. It was more of a giant (laughs) hook. I'm pretty sure it was a meat hook. But yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't really see it coming. Yeah, it was a pretty big hook. It, uh... Yeah, it looked nasty. Uh, Leon will point to one, like... Leon will point to, like, your shoulder wound and be like, you can see here how it's a cursed blade edge. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) Uh... Well, I think this is going to be a bit of fun. Until it's not. I think it'll be mostly fun. But until then... And she looks at the cup of ale in front of her and raises an eyebrow. This has been my first opportunity to actually sit back. Admittedly a little injured. And get properly drunk. And she looks like you can see you can like flash through her face to the young Silbellus who's a little excited. Yeah, Leon's like stuck in a place of you could die in two weeks, so maybe you should drink. Versus you're a minor. (laughs) Like there's this conflict on Leon's technically anymore. I mean, not physically speaking, right now. Right. Yeah. One, right now she's not, and two, like. The the ages of this world is like if if you're strong like if you're old enough to work and fight you're old enough to drink. That's true. Okay. She raises an eyebrow and looks at Baldrin. (laughs) You best be careful with that. That's gonna knock you right off your feet. Cheers. Are are you doing the ale or are you doing the shot? Cheers. Uh, starting with ale, let's we'll get there. <laughs> okay, that's a good idea. Um, I, I think Leon is going to go right for the shot. I think I he's going to go up the bar through one of the shots. Um, clink waffles, waffles. Yeah. Before she had uh, done her drink, can I have sleight of handed in a like basically done like a bomb in her drink? <laughs> Can I blow Tanagol's head up? No, no, like a Jagerbomb, you're going to do the shot of in the air. I'm bombing you. Oh my god. It's a moss bomb. Oh god, it's horrible. I'm ready, let's go. You're saying you're going to plant a bomb in your drink. What did you say, Waffles? Well, the the dwarves named this the moss bomb, if you know what I mean. moss bomb. (laughs) Oh god. Oh god. They just Uh, knock on your door and hand it to you? (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, yes, you can, uh... You can attempt to. It's going to be rather hard, but hard. I mean, you're at a Stealth? table full of people who are perceptive of the shit. Yes, yeah, who are she very suspicious of you at any given moment. You're this would technically be this would technically be thievery unless you want to like stealthily bring her something. No, I'll use thievery. All right. Yeah, there we go. I need her to make a perception check when she gets back. Actually, everyone at the table can. And then you, uh, you, you, and you then guys you can fuck off. how you want to. 
I got up to uh, get my own moss bomb yeah. because mm, I had no. that idea too, but <laughs> I wanted to drink one. I need a he wasn't there then. Leon wasn't there. Yeah, I'm not there. Getting a yeah, Leon's I'm not a there, drink. and I need a perception from Tanagle. It has pretty good perceptions. Yeah! Oh, oh man! Yeah. Oh my god! Holy god! <laughs> you see, you see Against Jasper kind lies. of like, you see Jasper Wait, kind of like going over during getting bandaged, and he's like, "Oh, I'm, I'm, what are these rolls?" I, I use my little, I use my little <laughs> owl to like, like try to grab it and calm it down, and just drop it in. And then you subsequently drink it, Tanagle. <laughs> Family friendly stream! <laughs> Go ahead and give me a four saving throw. <laughs> the DC got a lot higher. But just to clarify, Baldrin's, uh, or whatever your name is, Baldrin, I'm gonna say. Baldrin, my Baldrin. Baldrin, Baldrin, this is gonna be good. Uh, you're drinking too, right? Did you know my brother? <laughs> I'm drinking the ale, yes. He's drinking ale. Just drinking. Fortitude saving throw? Yeah, Tanagal. Yep. No! Oh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Keep it. Keep it. You got it. Wait, you did got you... It. Yeah. No way. Did you spend your hero point or could you spend no, it here? No, leave it alone. You need no. it. Yeah. Come on. Good story, man. Good story. Yeah, so come on. Guys, perfect way to end the night. You guys clank mugs. A couple of you guys uh, like turn back like part of it. You see Tanagul and baldrin kind of down their shots tentacle this ale hits your lips and almost immediately you feel this numbness kind of spread out through your cheeks and you look around and all you see is your home you're back with your you're back with your uncle and kind of looking around your bedroom thinking about playing some playing some of those board games with them kind of thing and then immediately face first into the table you are out Uh, yes. Leon comes back with this. drinks. What did I miss? Oh, that's strong. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I, I don't I, I think come, so. I come back with an ale and a shot and go like, what happened to her? She drank the ale and immediately passed out. We'll pick up her cup and uh, Baldrin will go and like pick up her cup and look inside and it finished it, how it, how far yeah, through the drink empty. did she get through? It's it all of it. So I, she, I can she downed see it with the, you, right? Oh, but I can see the uh, smaller glass inside. Oh yeah. Oh uh, yeah. I wasn't even thinking that he actually bombed. <laughs> I mean, he like, Jaeger bombed it. Yeah, yeah that's I mean, would you have done it, Jasper? Which? Yeah, I yep. would say. I mean, it's more fun than that. There's a glass in there. Yeah. Okay. You do. Okay. I will say you see like uh. <laughs> The, the little, so instead of like the beaker this time, she had brought each of you like little shots of it, and you see the little glass in there, and like putting two and two together, you see one missing from the table. Can oh, I this was after no. we healed up one more time. <laughs> I can still heal you if you're unconscious. <laughs> Did anybody drink uh, one of the shots? I don't remember. Oh, uh, he, he, tilts, he tilts the cup over. Oh, she drank some, all right. Oh, oh no. <laughs> she she not good. Her, you hear a couple of hearty is. dwarven laughs from like the table behind. They're like, ah, we saw that, but we wanted to see how it turned out. <laughs> I, oh, she's going to be sleeping for a while, isn't she? I, uh, I think this is when Leon, 
like Leon without thinking drops like he because he got a shot and he wanted to he just thought of doing the same thing too so he drops the shot in the yeah. ale and r- puts two and two together like as he's sipping what happened uh <laughs> and so I think I need to also make a fortitude save because I think this will be funny okay go Leon for it dies too. yeah as Leon's sipping this you say rooms please you see the the lady dwarf walks over she's like well uh we do have two rooms to put you up in if you wish I'm suddenly yes. concerned for Tanagal's safety well Take both. Alright, that'll be that'll be enough. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yes! 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 Oh my so god! I, oh my god! Please take I, a seat. <laughs> yeah. I, so for the sake of it, I did take a seat, but I think I am going to use my hero point just because I want. No! Oh, no! You can't put that no. away. Oh, fine. You do. I, I, I want to use it anyway just to see what it was, but I'll stick with the one. Yeah, give us a roll just to see what the hero point would have been, but. Oh. <laughs> it would have it still failed because of the high high DC, but. Well, I rolled a 20 earlier. Yeah, yeah it, wouldn't, it wouldn't have failed. You would have just, like, lost yourself for a second. Yeah. But, uh. But. We're, we're, yeah, we're keeping your natural ones up. Like, like as, <laughs> as Jasper's off getting seats. Toda and mm. Mick, you you guys like watch Leon like come back with this ale. He doesn't have a shot glass anymore, and as he like as he's like listening to you guys talk about Tanigal having this shot, you see him like look in his ale, take a sip, take a larger swig. As he's like sitting down, Leon, you you like remembering your past before uh, having like uh, being taken by your lord into the into the torture place and you remember like your past before like your childhood and everything and everything's nice for a second and then straight backwards onto the floor you're out what did they put in these drinks (laughs) is this legal just imagining your friends just getting knocked over one by one (laughs) at this moment you see the uh the largest giant female that you guys had fought earlier oh shit i pull my greatsword I'm no kidding. Glad you enjoy. And she uh, grabs Mick's shot and takes it and walks away. Oh, it shows us up. Now, to her, is this like a thimble worth of like shot, or is this like a reasonable I mean, it's shot? Same, it, it's the same things you were taking. You don't know if they actually drink more or if this is like ill to them. You're not really sure about that. You can feel free to ask when you have a chance, but. I mean, it's, Baldwin it's will slide his glares at the giant as it walks off, and then turns back to the table. Well, I wasn't going to be having that, but can't expect much from a giant, I suppose. Immediately, three giants step into your spit. <laughs> <laughs> Every time uh, any comment about giants is made, they just show up out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> and shrug for night, some reason. You, uh, the guys are so quiet. Day ahead of me. <laughs> Die. Uh, they're all yeah. giant rogues. They just have a twenty <laughs> on stealth. Get figured. We're in our rooms oh and like God. the door is locked, and you're just like sitting there talking about giants, and suddenly three giants step in. <laughs> <laughs> How'd you get in so, here? They all nod yeah, and shrug. <laughs> Yeah. So, <laughs> what, is, what is the betting situation? 
Well, like Jasper will put, done for. Yeah, Jasper will will share the room with the unconscious duo, um, and kind of just. I don't trust. Really, you guys are gonna let that happen? <laughs> we don't Hell get a no. choice in this. Hey, I'm carrying you to watch up. over them as they are one of you unconscious. Do you really want to leave Jasper alone in the room with them? Oh, I, I can do it, Baldrin. If... What am I going to do then? Look, why don't why don't we have it so that one is in one room and one is in the other? Might be a good idea. Okay, Leon and I will be in that room, and you two can watch Tanagal. That sounds like a fair plan to me. Uh, what time is it, Waffles? Uh, it's hitting after, like after all these shenanigans, eating and everything. It's probably hitting nine, ten p.m. I was gonna, you know, try to get people into some drinking games, but <laughs> I mean, two nat ones. Do I mean, bad. I had a drinking game. <laughs> yeah, we true, true, and you yeah. lost. Success. It was called me. hide the drink. In Tanigal's drink. I mean, I think Tanigal won then. She found it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, so, do you guys go to sleep? No. Here's my question. Does Jasper or anyone strip me out of my armor so I get a actual no. rest? No. Uh, Baldrin would because he's uh, yeah. familiar with armor. To, uh... Well, actually, does your armor look like armor or is it still a loser? I... Uh, you saw me change it back and forth so you know it's actual armor, but it, it does look illusory. Well, that's going to be fun, drunk. <laughs> All right, well, I'll still try anyway. Because I got to get out of mine, too. Yeah, Mick will help since he's also wearing armor. And we'll just lay Tanagal on, on bed and uh, ask Jasper to kindly watch over until uh, <laughs> we sort the situation out. Because we know he would never do anything to... Uh, I thought... I thought, to thought unconscious man. So you guys are stripping. We won't let him stay his dying, but... uh, All right, so waffles about that poison I asked for. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So she's dead in two days. Great. Easy. Uh, Op. Easiest player kill ever. Easy. So I assume eventually you guys are bedding down and going to sleep. Eventually, once they're all to bed, or once it's just Leon and I, Jasper is slipping out for the night. Okay. Uh, well, with, with Jasper slipping out under cloak of the night, leaving Leon alone, the other two sharing watches, but eventually go to sleep. In each of your sleep, you guys see this outline of a white, robish figure oh. with this kind of blackish smoke kind of leaking out. Uh, and that's where we'll pick up next session. Uh, God damn it. Uh, no, you can't do this to me. What about my it's sneak done. sneak? <laughs>